This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Hello, I'm Oliver Condit, the editor of BBC Music Magazine, and welcome to the BBC Music Podcast. You can buy a copy of the magazine at your local newsagents or download our app to your iPad, Kindle Fire or Android tablet. And for the latest music news and more, head to our website at classical-music.com. Hello, and welcome to this podcast exploring our October recording of the month. I'm Rebecca Franks, the magazine's reviews editor, and with me is Jeremy Pound, the magazine's deputy editor. Hello. We're here to talk about a brilliant new recording from young British pianist Benjamin Grosvenor. It's his third recording for the Decca label and features an intoxicating mix of dance-inspired music by composers as varied as Bach and Albanis. So before anything else, let's hear an extract from the Courant of Bach's fourth partita.
So that was from Bach's Partita Number no. 4. It's the opening work on Benjamin Grosvenor's new disc titled Dances. Jeremy, it's quite a whimsical title, but actually he's put together a substantial and unexpected programme. Yes, he has. Um, in short, the disc is inspired by a 1909 letter from the pianist and composer Ferruccio Busoni to his pupil Egon Petri, in which he sets out his idea for a piano recital based on dance. Grosvenor has taken that idea, first for a recital of his own and now on CD, and in roughly chronological order has programmed dances from the 18th century to close to the present day. And so we go from Bach to Chopin to Scriabin to Granados to Schulz-Evler to Albanis to Morrison Gold. That's five different nationalities on one disc, by the way. Actually, that was one of the things that really struck me is how differently this idea of dance has inspired composers across the ages. So, as you say, we have this Bach Partita, which is essentially a set of Baroque dances, um, varying from this very sprightly numbers to more stately, lilting um, pieces like the Sarabande. Um, But by the time we get to Chopin, who's the next composer on the disc in the 19th century, we're kind of in this this world of nationalistic music, of of the Polish Polonaise and the Mazurka. I wondered if you could tell us a bit more about this contrasting pair of polonaises that that, that are played here. Yes, I can, absolutely. It's interesting how the same musical format can cover two such contrasting works. The first, the Grande Polonaise Brillante, Op 22, is in that classic kind of bel canto piano style for which Chopin is so famous. You can almost imagine the ornate melody in the right hand being sung by one of the great sopranos of the time. At the time, it actually reminds me a little of one of his scherzos, for instance, maybe scherzo number three. The second, meanwhile, the Polonaise in F-sharp minor, opus 44, is in contrast much more dramatic and foreboding. If I were to look for a comparison here, I would kind of think more of Rachmaninoff's G minor prelude, which was written, of course, many years later. Mm. Maybe we should hear extracts from both these works just to to compare and contrast. So we have the kind of mellifluous opening of the Andante Spionato and then this dramatic F-sharp minor Polonaise. So those are extracts from the two Chopin polonaises on this disc. Um, we then have some works by Scriabin, uh, the Mazurkas, which are quite Chopinesque in style. But then the next group of pieces, the Granados Vals Poeticos, 
plunge us into a completely different musical world again. Um, these pieces were actually something of a discovery for me. They're, they're nine really charming miniatures. Um, Granados, who was a, a great pianist as well as a composer, often played them in concert. Um, he's one of these great Spanish composers, but actually they aren't really very Spanish in feel, are they? No, they're not entirely. Actually, if I'm being really pedantic, I could point out that Granados was in fact Catalan rather than Spanish, but that's probably a little beside the point here. But actually, while much of his work reflected Spanish themes and culture, most famously his Goyescas, um, he was actually a pretty cosmopolitan chap. He studied in Paris and hobnobbed with the likes of Ravel and Debussy and took on a wide range of influences while he was there. He was a kind of very kind of multifaceted composer. And if anything, one would say that these pieces here have much more of, say, the Chopin and Schumann about them than anything particularly Iberian. I particularly like the Melodioso from, from this set of pieces, so I think maybe we'll hear an extract from that now. So the rest of this programme um, includes standalone pieces, including Adolf schultz Evler's virtuosic take on Strauss's Blue Danube Waltz and the Boogie Woogie Etude by Morton Gould. There are also two bonus download tracks, a Bach transcription and some lists that are, are well worth getting. Um, and in fact, I think we should hear a bit of that list now because it's really quite spectacular. list Nomenreigen, one of the bonus downloads that comes with Benjamin Grosvenor's Dances CD. So as you mentioned earlier, actually, the programme that we've got here was also what he played at his uh, debut recital in the Queen Elizabeth Hall in 2012. He's just 22 years old now, but already Ben Grosvenor's played at the proms five times. He's made three recordings for Decca. Um, and in fact, his first recital disc for them uh, of Chopin, Liszt and Ravel was nominated for one of our BBC Music Magazine Awards in 2012. Could you just tell us a bit more about his remarkable career so far and, and what makes him so special? Well, he was just 11 years old when he won the piano section final at the 2004 Young Musician of the Year. Most people reckon that had it not been for violinist Nicola Benedetti's studying Szymanowski in the final, he may well have won the whole caboose. Um, since then, he's just shown what a versatile pianist he is, um, with recordings of Ravel, Liszt, Chopin, as you mentioned, and Gershwin as well, all of which received glowing reviews. Um, he can adapt his style so easily, so well. Um, his, given that he's only 20, 22, this sort of maturity as a pianist is, is quite phenomenal. 
Um, and the variety on this disc and the aplomb with which he plays it all actually speaks volumes in its own right. I've seen him a couple of times in recital myself, and trust me, he's every bit as sensational live as he is on disc. Mm. Well, we've been just talking now about his Dances CD, which is our October recording of the month. You can buy the magazine now to read the full review and also an interview with Benjamin Grosvenor. And we'll be back next month to talk about another great new recording. Thank you for listening to this BBC Music Magazine podcast, which was produced in our Bristol studio by Jack Fletcher. For more of our podcasts, visit our website at classical-music.com or simply head to iTunes.